This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Hardy, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company, it just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Hey, Scott. Hey, Rebecca. What are we doing in your office? What are we doing in my office? We're usually in the closet. I know. When we do our recording. So we're here exploring we are. our space. <laughs> I love that we're exploring our space. Yeah. This episode is going to be a little different because if you're listening to us on podcast, then you don't know that this is also a live recording. I know. On crazy. a Zoom. I know. So where are they going to find it? Well, we're going to post it to our social media pages. Okay. And then later on, we'll have a YouTube link to the whole video. A fancy YouTube link? I know. It's going to be so cool. We're doing a Zoom today because one of the things, one of our goals in podcasting is to really encourage youth. And honestly, we're encouraged by youth a lot. And we have a lot of youth in and out of our house all the time from church and whatnot. And so we just love to see how youth impact the world. A lot of people want to wait until you're older. Young people tend to think that when they're older, they'll, they'll do all these things. But we have a guest today who is impacting the world right now. She's a great role model for young people. I if, I if our kids were young still, I would be like, get on board with this girl and what she's doing because she is super, super genuine. You're going to love her. Please welcome Gabby Graves to our podcast. All right, Gabby, we would like to welcome you to our podcast, Hardy Party of Five and a Half. We are so glad you're with us today. We met Gabby from church camp what, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We've already, had already a pod- a yes. We've already had a podcast about church camp and costumes and all the fun stuff. But now we actually get to have Gabby on our podcast. So, Gabby, who were your favorite camp leaders? Well, that's a really hard question. There were some <laughs> great leaders there, but I think I would have to say you two. Y'all are oh, okay, good. I mean, to be fair, that was her first camp with us. So, you yeah. know, like she doesn't have any other. She, know, any she doesn't know anybody. Y'all were amazing. We I did have a blast. We were the Crimson Angels. To be honest, mm-hmm. took me a while to get that tattoo off. I had to get a scrub brush out. What? I know. <laughs> did you have the same problem? I, I could not get mine off. Mom's you mom stayed like the entire week. Mine came off halfway through the week. And then when I redid it, it would not come off. So, <laughs> oh my that was great. I actually went and got a, like a dish scrubber brush to scrub off. Scrub it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way I got it off. I was like, this mm-hmm. is permanent. People kept saying for an entire week, did you get a tattoo? And I'm like, why is that still there? <laughs> it looked real. For sure. and I don't know how Sarah got hers off in one day. And yeah. it was on her face. I don't know how. She oh got no, that off. she must have like really oh, tried. Right. It was on her face. We need to check in and see how her face, how is, her doing. face is doing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was I my tattoo. Like I just reached down and slapped on my leg, so it was partially crooked. And I'm thinking my clients are probably like, "You put a crooked tattoo on your leg, woman." <laughs> If you're going to make something permanent, at least make it straight. When I started making you worry because mm-hmm. I was like, I think that's permanent. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about Gabby. Where are you from? Where are you? Where are you from? I am from San Antonio, Texas. I, I am. Um, yep. I lived there until I was nine or lived here. Now we're back. You're back. Um, mm-hmm, yes, ma'am. But we lived in Texas till I was nine and then moved out to LA for five almost six years and then last year in the midst of all the COVID craziness we moved back to Texas 
So. Yeah. And you were telling us that has to do with like being in front of casting directors, but nobody's doing that now. Right. Yes. When, when I lived there, it was, it was better because there was a advantage of going in the room and getting to meet casting directors face to face and get that personal touch. But now that's not happening anymore. Everything is self tapes or zoom calls. So wow. do that, you, yep. Do you not like that? Would you rather be in front I, of people? I would rather be in front of people. I miss it so much because you get that one-on-one, -on -one, you get that personal touch, you get to know yeah. the casting directors and it's just, there's something, there's a different energy about it for sure. Yeah. You do. You have a great energy in person too. Like just very bubbly. I can see how that would be a huge advantage to be in front of people because it's not just like, here's the recorded portion of me being awesome. It's like, I actually am a really kind of likable person, even when you say cut and I'm just standing next to you, like you still want to be around. right. <laughs> so yeah, I can see that. I can see you. Being are there any signs that that's changing or is it still kind of the same with the virtual? Um, it's still kind of the same for virtual, but they are like, there's new platforms for yeah. casting, like a specific, like acting zoom call for casting directors and actors. Oh, so wow. that is, yeah, that's coming out soon. And that's something new um, that's supposed to help and make it less, not stale, but it kind of feels stale because you just get a recorded version, like what you said, and you don't get the one-on-one -on -one personality. And also like when you go in for an audition, you want to be given redirection and given like tweaks on your scene and your performance. Mm -hmm. And you don't get that anymore because you are sending a couple or like one take of what you've done and there's no feedback or anything. Mm. So that hopefully that will be changing for like the new Zoom version where we do get to have a little bit more interaction and yeah. get some redirection and stuff. So Okay, well, it's been a long time since we watched anything on the Disney Channel. You got to take it back. Yeah. Kids are a little older. So we were more like, good luck, Charlie. You know, Zeke and Luther. Oh, we love yeah. Zeke and Luther. I love the Backyardians when my kids were little. I don't even know if that's Disney. But anyways, mm -hmm. so when did you realize? We had to pull up. We like pulled up on the Disney channel, like, who is this girl? And then we started watching and we're like, it's, we loved it. It's so back to like sweet and innocent. You yeah. know, we were like, oh my yeah. gosh, every adult should be watching yeah. the Disney channel because it's just so <laughs> like, it's so Disney, you know? Yeah. So not stressful. So when did you realize you wanted to be a performer? Well, I have been entertaining since I was very little. I was basically born onto the stage. I grew up performing and singing with my family. Um, I've, I've always wanted to make people laugh and get people's attention and try and entertain people in any way that I could. Uh -huh. um, so I've been writing songs in the back of our truck. I, when I was little, I wrote a song about Bucky Beaver and how he was my best beaver friend. Um, <laughs> Yep. Okay, oh, Rebecca has a bucket. That is so weird, Gabby, because when I was little, like, how did that come about? I thought it was you and her friend started this. We started this whole weird yeah. Bucky Beaver thing, and then you drew it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I think so. He ended up drawing oh me a gosh. picture of Bucky Beaver, which we totally made up the name. Where did you get that name from? From Bucky's. I took oh, from she's I doing Bucky's. Bucky's. Okay, oh, this was well this before Bucky's was a thing. Yeah, this and it was before Bucky's. Like, this was before that was oh, even yeah. around. And we used to do this impression of Bucky Beaver. And then you Maybe we should sue Bucky's for using our name. We should, yeah. That's <laughs> sue Bucky's. That's a totally but different Maybe thing. Gabby just gave a voice to your character that oh, you drew. We used <laughs> yes, to do please. The I love yeah. that. But she's funny. so much cuter than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how did your parents react to like all this? Well, they're kind of in that world, right? Yeah. Yes. 
um, yes, they, we have a band. And so I've grown up on the road singing, performing with them. Um, and they were, they were very supportive, actually. I was, they put me in creative movement classes, so like little dance and kind of mini acting stuff when I was little. Um, I was in my first, I was in a couple shows with like a community youth theater and they were super mm-hmm. supportive of that. And then when I turned eight, they actually signed me up for a training program in Dallas. And once I went through that, went out to LA for a couple of months and we picked up our entire life and moved out to LA. So wow. they wow. dropped everything for me to go pursue yeah. <laughs> this crazy dream that I had. So That's they're crazy. extremely supportive of me. That's super cool. Like I can write a spoof song or some jaw some music down in the backseat of a car like that, but nobody's <laughs> ever taken me to LA. So that's super. Wait, drop, hey. everything now. drop everything now. Yeah. Alex is going to leave home alone. We're out of here. <laughs> so what was like your, what, what was the first thing you got? Like the first job you got as a kid? My do you first, remember? Yeah, Not that you I aren't think, a kid now, but. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first official job, a network thing was Marvel's Agent Carter. Oh, wow. Um, but yes, but even before that, there was a YouTube thing that I was on where I was like, I was an interviewer and I did kid advice. And uh-huh. so it was called Fred TV and it was me and another boy and we would give advice to people on the street. And it was <laughs> so much fun. That's um, cool. Yeah, to adults or kids? To adults. So yep, kid advice adults. On the promenade. Mm-hmm. Okay. On Third Street Promenade down in Santa Monica. And we had, it looked like a lemonade stand and people would come up and ask us for advice. That <laughs> is spectacular. And probably everybody could use some kid advice. People are a little too uptight. Yeah. We, we gave some interesting advice. I remember that for sure. How old <laughs> were you? I was nine. I was oh, nine okay. years old. Yes. <laughs> we, had, we had some interesting things that we said. I remember that, but it was really fun. What was something interesting you said? Do you remember anything? I remember someone asked like their their kid's pet had died and they couldn't remember they didn't know if they should just try and replace it or if they should tell the kid and we both said different things I said that they should tell the kid and then buy them whatever pet that they wanted mm-hmm. and he said that they should just replace it um but make it like super obvious so then the kid would realize that and feel like their kid or their pet had mysteriously changed somehow <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> like a superpower wow. That's complicated. Wow. That's very odd. <laughs> that yeah. is very odd. <laughs> I think I like your answer the best, Gabby. Yeah. yeah. So like you're on, is it a pretty big set you were on for Agent Carter? For Agent Carter, we actually were not on a soundstage. That uh-huh. was my first experience was being on location. Oh, so okay. there was a house that they were filming at and oh, okay. we went to this big parking lot and they had something called base camp where they have like food and hair and makeup and all the crew like all of the cameras and stuff that's where they have they're basically waiting all the cast and crew to go over to set and then we go over to this big house and I there's a little room upstairs that I'm doing school with my fake brother and then (laughs) when it's time we go down and they have cameras and they dab a bit of dirt on my head because I'm supposed to like be rolling around in the dirt and stuff and then I get to gallop across the yard on a stick horse and like have a wooden sword and everything and something I mean y'all know Agent Carter yeah yeah I watched yeah yeah well 
she has a British accent. And so for me, my first network show, I got to use my British accent. <laughs> so much fun. I, uh, I do a British accent all the time. It's yeah, we heard that at camp a little bit. So. Yes, yes. Yep, yeah. I'm sure you did. <laughs> That's awesome. I might have to watch you, Agent Carter. Well, I was going to ask, do you know like what episode that is about off the top of your head? Yes. It is season two, episode four, Smoke and Mirrors. I have okay. memorized. <laughs> we have We've got to go watch it again watch now that, that we, we, know, watched... we know who you are now. Yeah, we watched yeah. one of those. That's it's just, I think fantastic. it's like the first 30 seconds or something, but it oh, was that's so, so cool. much fun to do. We got to go back that's and awesome. hear Gabby's British accent. Yeah. 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 Side note at side note at church camp, you know, we have to do skits and we did a skit. And so we, of course our skit. This is probably her favorite job she's ever done. It's our skit. Our skit. Yeah. But that was so yeah, Alex fun. Was like, <laughs> our son, Alex was like, you won skit, but you had a Disney performer on your, and I said, and she did everything that everybody else right. did. Exactly. <laughs> like we did and not we didn't speak. Yeah. Right. No didn't speaking. Talk or anything. So you just, you know, I guess you light up a room even when you're not speaking. <laughs> Didn't even have to pull out the British accent for camp skit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So take us through like a typical in-person audition. Like, how do you prepare? Do they give you like what you're supposed to say beforehand? Like, tell us. Right. About that. Yes. So for an audition, well, really, it's a win if you even get an audition, because for agents and even people self-submitting, probably casting directors probably have about a thousand people submitted for each role and so when you get an audition that means that they have gone through and just looked at your picture and said oh okay I think this person they look like they could be right for the role so really first thing is looks um but once they go through there will probably be about 300 people that actually get an audition or so I don't even know that's a lot yes so but getting an audition is definitely a win and so when you get the audition you are sent the breakdown of the character. So basically kind of a little bit about their background and their personality. And then they also send you a portion of the script called The Sides, which is sometimes it's just one scene and sometimes it can be up to five scenes or more, um, but they just show different emotions for your character and allow you to really get to know your character better and display different aspects of him or her, depending on whoever is playing them mm -hmm. um but then the work starts for you so for me when I get a script I take it and I read through it a couple times and I highlight my lines and as I'm memorizing it I go through my intentions and objectives so I think what does my character want through this whole scene what are they trying to get from this other person what do they want or need and then I write down like what I'm doing for each line what I'm trying to get a reaction out of or what I'm doing um but then after I work on my lines, sometimes I'll work on it with a coach or I will work on it with my mom. It really just depends on how I'm feeling about the audition. And then when it was in person, you would get to go to a building and sign in and you're sitting in a waiting room of a whole bunch of other people. Some of them look like you, some of them don't. But one of the things that I had to learn, my manager was very strong about this. She was like, when you go bring a book, or earbuds or music or something, but do not pay attention to the other people around you because it can oh, yeah. be so easy to be intimidated because when you're sitting there, you'll be looking around a room and you're like, oh, they look like the character. Oh man, they look really prepared. Oh, why, why are they dressed <laughs> like that? And yeah, yeah you, you start comparing your yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can get in your head very easily. So it is very important to remember not advice. to do that. Yes. Yeah. So I'll sometimes like, I will create a playlist for the character. And when I'm sitting there, I'll be listening to my music just 
staying in my in my own mind getting into this character's head mm-hmm. um but then you'll go in there will be a casting director sometimes they'll have their assistant or associate there but there is most always a camera set up for them to tape the audition and send it on to the directors and producers and network people but then when you actually do the audition you will slate depending what they want usually like name age height really just depends on the casting uh casting office but then you'll read the scene with them and what you really want is for them to say okay good job now can you try it this way you want okay. redirection yeah yes mm. it shows exactly. they're interested at that point yes exactly yeah. it shows that they're interested and they want to see how well can you take my direction um so it's sometimes i will get through an audition and there won't be any redirection but i can like i'll still get a call back or something so that means okay they liked what i did mm-hmm. but i i love getting redirection because it's so much fun to see their take on it or the little tiny tweaks that they want me to do or sometimes completely flipping the character on its head and doing something completely different. Mm. Um, but I, after the audition, my mom and I have a rule where when I come out, I say hello, we walk out, out of the office, off the lot, wherever it is, get in the car. And once we're driving away, only then will I tell her about the audition. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who's watching or listening and you don't want oh, to say yeah. anything bad or good because I mean, I have had people in the past, I'm sitting in a waiting room and someone comes out and they're like talking to their mom really loudly about how well it went. And it's easier if you are just go out and you can contain your excitement. And then mom and I, when we get in the car, sometimes if it went really well, we'll be screaming and be so excited. <laughs> and if it didn't, I will, I will tell her about it and we'll be okay. And then we'll move on. Yeah. Um, but it just, it really depends for each audition, how it goes. Sometimes there'll be more people or less people in the room, uh, but it is most always taped. There's only been a couple times that it hasn't been. Mm. But then for a virtual audition, that's really different. And yeah. it's, it's very odd. Um, so I have a gray wall in my bedroom and that's yeah. where we usually do self-tapes. So my mom and I will set up the camera. I've already worked on the script and everything like I usually would, but then my mom and I have to tape it together. So we set up the camera, she is my reader and director. And so we go over the scenes and tape it as many times as it needs, as we need to, to feel like we actually get what we really wanted and the, like what we wanted in the scene. And so that can take a while sometimes, depending on how heavy the scene is or just what, what it is, but it is, it's fun, but you don't get that one-on-one interaction with those casting directors. Like we were talking about earlier, you don't get to learn about them and meet them. And mm-hmm. like some of the casting directors, I have a bond with them. They're my friends. Oh, I yeah. love getting to go in and see them. And yeah. it's it's familiar. But now like some of these casting directors, I've auditioned for them. I don't know what they look like. I don't know what they sound like. I've never oh. met them before in my life. So yeah. it's, it's very different, but I, I still love auditioning. It's always yeah. fun. <laughs> I guess the bonus though, is that you get to redo it until yeah. you it's how you want it instead of walking in yes. and being like I really messed that up <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but like you said you don't get that automatic feedback I was actually watching a Mark Hamill video this morning and he was talking about when he when he does his voiceover stuff and he went in for some character I can't remember who it was with the voiceover guys and he had all these great ideas that he showed them and then they're like well we really don't like that New York accent take that New York accent out and yeah. you know He's got the, he, 
it was a heavy set character, so he'd given him a lisp or something, and they were like, "Take the lisp out and do this." They'd pretty much taken everything out that he brought with him. <laughs> but like yeah. you say, they still wanted to work with him, so they kind of rebuilt the character from there. Exactly. So it's to take that direction and not take it as rejection. It's showing that they're interested in you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if they just go, "Okay, thank you," then you know you're kind of it didn't work <laughs> out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's All a good right. one. Yeah. So what shows have you actually been on? Like, or I know you do a lot of voice too. So give us all the deets. Yes. So like I said, my first network TV show was Marvel's Agent Carter. Um, And then after that, I booked my first voiceover job. And it was, I played a purple woolly mammoth. And (laughs) it was, it was so much fun. And actually the two other boys that I worked with on that, have gone on to do great things. And one of them, the other main character, was Isaac Ryan Brown, who plays Booker in Raven's Home. He is uh, Raven's son. And uh-huh. his career has taken off. And I've actually worked, wow, I can't speak, worked with him on uh-huh. a, another animated show called Costume Quest, which I'll talk about in a minute. But <laughs> we have, we worked together on a couple different things, but that okay. was my my first voiceover and it was so much fun (laughs) um but that really introduced me to the whole world of voiceover and I went on to do a couple episodes of the Disney Junior animated show Sophia the First Mm. I I got to play a couple different characters one of them I was a fairy named Flurry I was a little snow fairy (laughs) and then the other one I was British again and I got to play the sorcerer Cedric I played a young version of his sister in a flashback but that's so cool I love those how do you do how do you do voiceover auditions is it basically the same they want to see you in person or like no actually we that that's a very good question um no you usually don't do on camera stuff every once in a while there there will be a weird one where they're like hey will you tape yourself while you're reading these um just to like see how what you do with the character Mm-hmm. But usually we have, we have a little recording studio in our closet, actually. And I, will go, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will go in there and I, I have the character voice in my head. I worked on the script like I usually would for a normal audition. And my dad is my engineer and he records it for me. And then we will send it on to the agent and I will, I'll do a couple takes like a self tape, um, getting it getting the voice just how I want it and then getting the lines correct. Yeah. Um, so cool. But yeah, it is, it's so much fun. Voiceover is great because you get to create all different voices and you can yeah. do, you can be anything really. It's so yeah. cool. <laughs> That's um, so neat. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of interrupted like what other shows you'd been on, but I wanted to hear about the voiceover process. So what, what else yes. have you, what else have you been on? There is, uh, why did I just lose my entire train of thought? That. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Fox show called The Orville um, where I got to play an alien. I was only in one episode, but I got full facial prosthetics, black contacts. I was an alien. It was it was incredible. <laughs> About two hours to put on and take off the prosthetics. Oh, my How cool is that? It was, that is crazy. It was a long time, but it was so much fun and such a unique experience. I oh, loved yeah. it. A lot like church camp with the costumes, putting on and yeah. off two hours to put them on two exactly. hours to take them off. Yeah. I mean, tattoos last forever. We know how it goes. Yes, of course. 
Um, but then I was also on another ABC show with Zach Braff, which it only ran for 10 episodes, but I was a recurring role. My, it was called Alex Inc. We totally watched I that. Got to be oh, yeah. Funny. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, I was Zach's character, his son's girlfriend slash crush person. Right, and yeah. And so I got to play the piano. I got to sing a love song. Oh, um, it was <laughs> It was such an adorable show. <laughs> I loved it. Um, cool. Just the cast and crew, so much fun to be on. And yeah. the experience was great. I'm sad it only ran for 10 episodes, but it was a great experience and I loved it. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, Costume Quest. There is an Amazon animated show that I am on called Costume Quest based off of the video game. And it's about these four kids who find out that their Halloween costumes have magical powers if they use their imagination and they have to fight off these monsters who are, inv who are invading their town and so I am one of the four main kids my name is Ren and I am the loudmouth bossy leader of the group which is not too far off from what I actually am <laughs> that's an easy one then kids shows yeah. are so much more fun than adult shows but you need to watch yeah. all these kids shows <laughs> much fun um yeah but the funny thing I I worked with Isaac Ryan Brown on this one as well and the funny thing was we realized all of the kids like the four of us we looked and acted like our characters on the show we we're like did they typecast us Do, did they know who we are before we did this yeah um, that's but, so interesting yeah I love that it ran for two seasons and it was it was a blast I loved yeah. those characters Mm -hmm. so, and then my some of my latest stuff yeah. I was on Coop and Cammy the Disney show Coop and Cammy Ask the World I or Scott likes to call it Cammy and Coop yeah I totally messed yeah. it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's a long name and it's it's a fun one but no worries <laughs> um, and you play, play Delaware Cammy. yes Delaware is Cammy's best friend I'm kind of the Phoebe Buffet character of the show, this goofy, ditzy, adorable goofball. Yes. The, um, we, the episode we watched of that was the one where you were on a dance team of seven and the one girl. They were trying saying, to cut you. Yeah, they were trying yeah. to cut you, but yeah. then later got cut. So I thought it was adorable because I like all things mm -hmm. dance too. And I thought it was so cute, but we could see then like you're kicking your shoes off and stuff. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I think, was that the one that we had to dance badly in? Oh yes. yeah, you were, yes. yeah, you were pretending yes. to dance badly. Yeah. yeah that we had some funny notes on that one we had to like get choreography to dance badly and then we got notes from the producers like can they can they make the bad dancing like look better like we want it to look clean but at the same time no no no, no. we, we want it to look like even worse like can you go a step further make yeah. the bad dancing look better and so it was it was really fun it was well, weird um, to be asked to dance yeah. band yeah. yeah well I was taking my own casting notes too because I was like don't put her in a skit where there's dancing at church camp because that's what <laughs> well, you can tell do. they were doing it on purpose <laughs> I'm just kidding yeah, because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes no dancing for me yeah <laughs> um yeah that character I absolutely loved her because I I got to dance well and badly I got to work with an yeah. incredible choreographer Chris Judd um and then I also in my very first episode I got to jump into a dumpster and get covered with food oh, and nice. I got to get painted silver and dress up like a robot which was oh my gosh amazing <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so fun, fun. what a fun childhood you have it's it's incredible. I've done so many incredible things. That's so um, cool. 
my latest show that has just released is called The Chicken Squad, and I play this big chubby chicken named Sweetie, <laughs> and I have two siblings, Coop and Little Boo, and we are learning how to be community service helpers from a retired search and rescue dog, and we we help the other critters in the chicken yard, and we uh -huh. solve all these mysteries, and it is it's just a great episode. It's so we get to cute. sing every episode, and there's a lesson, and it's <laughs> So much fun. I love that. I watched a little bit of that. I haven't one. seen that one yet. Yes, I'm ahead, of, I'm ahead of you. you are. I'm a bigger fan. You are. But it's fine. <laughs> oh, thanks. I got, I got work today. You got a lot of catching mm -hmm. up. Yeah. To do <laughs> I'll do research after we're done. Right. Yes. So, what what are your favorite parts about performing? Like, is it so much work leading up to it? Or are you really just like the like when you're actually in there, like on stage, on the camp, you know, and the cameras, like all the other stuff too? Like, what do you love? I, well, I, I love like the audition process and everything. I think that's fun, but some of my favorite things for me, like doing live action stuff, I love being on set. There is, there is yeah. a certain energy about it. Like there's an excitement in the air that you can feel everywhere. And it is so much fun to be a part of that. And I, I'm a huge people person. So I love getting to make new friends and um, like the cast and crew just, I, I love getting to meet new people. It's so much fun. But then also, like what we were talking about kind of with um, Delaware getting to dress up as a silver robot, <laughs> I love I love the costumes because the costumes, yeah. you really get to learn about the character's personality. And I've gotten to wear some fun stuff. Like in Agent yeah. Carter, it was a bit of a period piece. So then I was wearing like older clothes and it was yeah. so much fun. I mean, who doesn't so, want to play dress up? <laughs> I know. I've... <laughs> I've always loved dressing up and I still to this day love dressing up like at camp the costumes yes I love that yes so, mom can vouch for this every once in a while I will just be walking around the house with a wand and a crown and my cloak and I'm just <laughs> just walking around the house unload my yeah. washer why not <laughs> <laughs> why not oh my goodness absolutely I love it that's awesome <laughs> So take it, take it like away from work for a second. You're yeah. still a teenager. So how do you balance that? I know we, you know, somebody talked to you into going to church camp this year. So that was kind of fun. Probably a good break for brain break for you to be mm -hmm. just one of the crowd. But how do you really balance that life of being just a typical teenager? Yeah. Um, well, I love books, as you can probably tell from the huge <laughs> bookshelf behind me. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I'm a huge reader and books and music are, it's, it's a way for me to escape. And so I will just, I love getting to slip into my own little world and take a break from everything and get to, like I say that all these different characters, they're my friends. And so I love going on adventures with them. And that's one way that I like to escape. But then I also love being creative and artsy and I will do, I'll come into my room, I'll do art or I will journal. And, and then I also, I have, great friends who I text and FaceTime all the time. Um, when I was in LA, I would, we would like get to see each other, but yeah. since I have moved back, we have um, still kept in touch. And now friends from camp, we have actually been FaceTiming <laughs> all the time. And oh, that's cool. You. That's awesome. Yes. It's Very cool. we have our own little camp family. <laughs> oh, I love um, that. That's so yeah, great. But it's, it's a great, I, it's a great way for me to stay connected and just be a normal teenager. And not all of my friends are from acting. I have a good, a good balance where some are from acting, but still a lot of them are just our normal kids. So that is also helpful because then I don't have to be talking about the industry or acting. It's not, 
it doesn't feel like a competition about roles or anything. We just get to be normal teenagers hanging out, right. laughing about a show or something. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's so much fun. So yeah. definitely those are, those are a couple of the ways that I feel like it helps me to stay more of a normal teenager and not get caught up in the craziness or the stress of the right. acting industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it probably helps to have such supportive parents who are kind of entertainers themselves. So they kind of know yes. they can help you kind of navigate that too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Oh, and we cool. do, we'll take time as a family, like in the evenings on weekends or something, we'll just sit down as a family and our favorite show right now is psych. And so we're oh, yeah. watching that together. So we, we all just take, take a little time just to hang out and relax together and be a family. And then we'll also go do stuff like I'm learning to skateboard or dad and I will go on a bike ride together or mm. we'll all go to the pool. Just something, something fun where we get to hang out as a family. Yeah. Our middle son's favorite oh, show gosh. is psych. He yeah. loves it. In fact, we like decorate. He wore a pineapple jacket to, to prom. Was it prom? I think it, I it, love it, that. it was homecoming. So Yes. And we like when he went to college, we like put a pineapple in his dorm. And so he's always trying to find the hidden pine, you know, there's a hidden pineapple in all those episodes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so oh, he's yeah. always trying to find the pineapple. We had pine- pineapple bed sheets and all kinds of his favorite show was like he knows him by heart. Okay. My favorite episode, you know, Clisby. Have you gotten to Clisby yet? I don't no. think I have. Okay. No. Okay. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a hilarious episode. It's kind of like a clue game. Like they go to this big house and there's a murder and yeah but when you get to that one it's pretty funny we'll have I a love conversation that show. about it but yeah. the kids kind of awesome. use that line all the time yeah, yeah that's do. a that's a favorite show at our house and oh, with yeah. jake you can be like mm-hmm. episode 10 season you know uh, season three and he'll be like oh yeah the one about you know yeah, he's he knows got it totally memorized all of them oh yeah <laughs> so crazy yeah at, at camp there were actually a couple kids who i made some reference about magic head and then like three heads <laughs> just sent my direction like oh, that's like it's <laughs> like fan club and we would be talking about psych the entire time yeah oh, that's cool it's a great, great show mm-hmm. yeah i love it it's so fun so who are some of who are some of your heroes like did you do you have anybody that you just follow and love who, who do you fangirl over for like who i love in the acting world or like oh, all of it mm-hmm. yeah give me both well, give me acting world couple... and give me give me non-acting world awesome well a couple of my role models or people that I, I love to watch in the acting world and that I really want to work with. Well, first off, Emma Watson. I'm a uh, huge uh, Harry yeah. Potter fan. Yes. I love her and she played Belle in Beauty and the Beast. She's she's a great actress and she's someone that I would I I would love to work with someday. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Garner, she has had yeah. an amazing career. She has. And I yeah, she's she's an awesome actress. I we've also been watching Alias. And yeah. so I would love to do something like that. But I would say my role models for acting are probably Emma Watson, Jennifer Garner, and Meryl Streep, because she has done so many things over her lifetime. And the way yeah. that she changes from one character to another, she just, she morphs and is like fully embodying this character. And that's what I want to learn to do. Yes. So yeah, those are a couple of the people that I, I try to model myself after in acting mm-hmm. um, and someone that I would love to work with. And then a couple people that I look up to in life. I just, I love what they do. I love their personalities and just what they're, what they're doing in life is one of them. She's actually another actress is Bailey Madison. She is this sweet, happy um, Christian girl actually. And she's, 
she was in the movie a week away that oh yeah camp this past Uh, week um, oh yes after yes but she's just she's so sweet and positive and just puts she's such a good role model for girls she's amazing um but then I also there's a guy who I follow and he he's written multiple books and he is just his life is incredible and his name is Bob Goff I don't know if y'all yeah or read any of his books but he is great. He is so happy and kind and positive and just a great role model of what it means to be kind and just share the love of Jesus yeah. in everything that he does. And yeah. I, I strive to be more like that in my daily yeah. life. Um, yes. And then also my last role model, she doesn't know that I'm going to say this, but my mom <laughs> is definitely one of my role models. Um, she's just, she has this light about her and this kindness and she's also so generous and she's always looking out for other people and it's just she is a great role model for me and someone that I try to model myself after so (laughs) yeah that's so cool I can see that I almost figured she was going to be on the list I've only met her a time or two but you guys seem to be pretty tight yes we are that's really cool so it, speaking of your parents, tell us about um, I Am Courageous. Yes. So when I was little, I had two friends that were both diagnosed with cancer when I was five years old. Um, and we, they had a verse that was kind of their motto or their, um, yeah, it was, it was their motto. And it was Joshua 1, 9, which says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you always. And we actually, our family had written a song about this called Strong and Courageous. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of adopted this song as their anthem. And we, we created a nonprofit organization because we realized that music is so influential and it can, it can really change a person's mood. And sadly, both of them have passed away, but they they really helped us become inspired to do this Mm -hmm. and to create this um, organization. And we, what we try to do is we are creating, we have created and continue to create uplifting, encouraging music for kids with life-threatening diseases. Mm -hmm. Because when, when you're sitting in a hospital room and you're alone, sometimes like you had just gone through chemo or you're going to, and music can be so influential because when you're, you can just listen to something and it can just calm you down or put a smile on your face and it really helps change your mood. And so that's what we, we know that this is very important. And so we are trying to get more music out there and get these, get our playlist. It's a free playlist. Um, we're trying to get it into the hands of as many kids as we can. And so we, we have keychains that we donate to hospitals, but we also try to get it into the hands of other organizations and, um, we, we try to spread it as much as we can. So we partner with hospitals and other organizations to distribute these keychain, key rings, keychains, I can't, yeah. <laughs> um, these keychains into the hands of these families and kids, these fighters to get it into their hands, mm-hmm. to get this music to them. So is the music like um, modern songs that you guys have redone or is it, yes. is it it's not, okay. Mm-hmm. It, we do cover songs. Some of them are older. Um, we have a variety of different genres and eras, and we try to we try to make it fun, but we also make it sensory sensitive because, mm-hmm. like, some of the songs can be super driving and super peppy, but mm-hmm. we also keep it 
mellow enough that when you're sitting in a hospital, you don't want something super crazy. So it's yeah. just nice yeah. and mellow and, but still fun and gives that little pep and excitement. I love that. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's so cool. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. And you guys are working on putting some other things together with that. I know. So that is super, yes. super cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys record? But do you guys record in your, we, in, our in, closet. Your, in your closet? Yeah. <laughs> we go That's in the awesome. closet. Whose turn is it to sing? Mom, go in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> do all of you play Rotate instruments? Through. Yes. Um, my dad plays guitar, piano, drums, things. He plays everything basically. Yeah. Um, but then I play a guitar, piano, ukulele, and I sing. And mm-hmm. my mom plays bass and she sings. So oh, we wow. have oh, wow. a plethora of instruments. <laughs> That's so exciting. You guys are your own little band. Yeah. And I've watched some I've watched some of your YouTube, the songs you've done with your dad and stuff. So oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. See, I, oh, I got you, you there. Me on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to take biggest band status. I I'm, see what you're doing. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah. So what are like, do you have some, do you have short, do you, like you talked about journaling, do you talk, when you're journaling, do you think about short-term goals and long-term term goals? And mm-hmm. what are some of your goals that you have in mind? Well, for, for just life, for like my personal life, yeah. some of my short-term goals are to get my driver's license because that's <laughs> oh, wow, next yeah. year. Yep. That's crazy. I've been, yeah. you I just got your permit, permit, right? Did you just get your I permit? Did. Yes. yes I um, in February, I got my permit and I've been driving more. So that's been super fun. But I, my, some of my short-term goals are get my driver's license and graduate from high school. Um, and then I know I kind of talked to you about this, Rebecca, when we were talking about future uh-huh. stuff in the cabin, but my crazy dream for the future is I want to go to college, but I don't just want to go anywhere. I want to go to London to go to college. <laughs> there is there is a school that I found there that I absolutely love. You can and use that British accent while you're there. Yes, that is. <laughs> I say that my heart is split in three. One of it, or a part of it, is in Texas. Part of it is L.A., and a part of it is is in London. I just I love everything there. I love the people. I love the tea. I love the accents. It's just <laughs> Harry Potter. Yes, of course, Harry Potter, Narnia, everything. Everything. Um, Yes. So I want to go to Richmond American University in London and I want to major in business and minor in theater because the theater program gets to work with the Shakespeare's Globe, which would be oh, wow. incredible. Yeah. So those are those are some of my longer term dreams. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big then, things going. Yes. <laughs> and then for my career wise, I know that I mean I'm only 15, but today if you ask me, which you are, what I want to do for my life, I'm going to say, I want to continue acting for the rest of my life. That is, that is something that I love and really want to continue doing. Um, and I haven't done either one of these things yet, but I would love to be in a feature film that it's, it just looks incredible. And I would love to be a part of one. And then I would also want to be a lead or a series regular on a um, TV show. Mm-hmm. That is, I've always been recurring roles or guest stars. So I really want to see what it would be like to be a lead role. Because when I'm there as a recurring role, usually there's like, we'll say nine months of filming. And I might be there for five weeks, like just yeah. randomly dotted around. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm excited because I want to be like really a part of a family sometime, which yeah. would be really cool. So Yeah, that's super mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. So what advice would you give like another young person who has the same dreams as you? I mean, what? you know, there's, 
you hear that a lot. Young people like they want to they want to do what you're doing. And so what do you tell them? Well, I would say first off, amazing. That is so much fun. Acting is a great career. It is it is crazy and it can be difficult, but it is so much fun. Mm -hmm. So I would say first off, start taking classes. You will classes and learning. You will never stop learning. Like even the best of the best are still learning and taking classes there's always something more that you can learn and mm -hmm. it's it's so much fun because for me I've I've had multiple different coaches and um, teachers in my career and I have learned different things from each of them and every little thing has helped me build and get better and every little thing that I've taken it's made me the actor the person that I am today and so you will there there's always something you can learn and that you can take from and also getting involved if if you're a teenager and you want to be an actor, well, you're probably thinking, how can I like get on Disney right now? You don't need to do that yet. The first thing, the first little steps you can take are getting involved in your community. If there's a community youth theater or something, just getting involved. If there's a drama club at school, getting plugged in and involved there and getting to take classes and learn and mm -hmm. getting to practice your craft, getting to have fun and work with other actors and just get to be a part of that community is so important. and it's really a great way to get, get some more experience and learn more stuff. Um, also, I would say setting goals. That's a very important thing that you will do for the rest of your life where you will, you'll see, okay, take a look at where you are and then see, oh, okay, here's what I wanna do. I'm gonna make a goal to be here in five months. I want to be at this point or I want to have gotten this role in the, in the show at school. And you work towards that goal. You work little by little by little. If you if it is getting a part in the play, it's auditioning. And sometimes you'll reach your goal and that'll be great. And then you say, awesome, I achieved my goal. Now, what else can I do? And set a new goal. Sometimes you won't reach your goal. I've had experience with both of them. You won't reach your goal and you'll be like, okay, so that didn't turn out how I wanted it to be. Now you take a step back. You look at everything. You look at how far you've come because you've learned things on the way. Mm -hmm. And then you take a deep breath. You set a new goal and then you work towards that one yeah. and so it really just there's an off and on sometimes you'll reach a goal sometimes you won't but you're you will always be learning new things and setting new goals as you continue going mm -hmm. um yeah those are some very important things also yeah. having someone that supports you or multiple mm -hmm. people that supports you for me my parents are my support team and also my agent and manager and i have a very good team of people who are there to support me and help me along the way, but it can even just be one person. It can be your best friend who supports you, your parent, your teacher, just someone who is on the sidelines cheering you on because that is a very important thing to have. You, you can't do it without the support of other people. Yes. That's very important to remember. You can't do it on your own. <laughs> um, Those are, go ahead. Yeah. Those but are great. You go. The last thing I would say, and probably the most important thing, is something that I have to remember always. Something that when when I first started acting, my parents and I made a deal that I would do this as long as it's fun. Because it is work, but as soon as it starts feeling like this is work and this is something that I have to do, yeah, I'm, I'm out. That You don't mm -hmm. want that. So I would say continue to have fun. As long as it's fun, do it. You want whatever you're going for to be fun you want to enjoy it. you don't want it to feel like oh another day I have to go to another rehearsal or whatever 
You yeah. want it to be fun and exciting and to fill you with joy. So that is that is my other thing. Do it as long as it's fun. As soon as it's as soon as it's not fun, you can yeah. stop. You don't yeah. want it to do it anymore. This these are all this is great for no matter what age you are or what you're doing. Or yeah, whatever like job you set have, yeah. goals, have a cheerleader. Mm -hmm make sure you're having fun of course you know we, we, we don't necessarily always step in at our jobs but we enjoy our jobs yeah. so yeah, yeah i think that is like great advice for all ages very wise from our 15 year old gabby i can see why she started <laughs> with an advice show that's right that's yeah. why she had started yeah. with an advice show. she has great advice wow. there are, there are adults out there that are that are buying pets <laughs> and for their kids and also like setting goals because of your show that you started that's right <laughs> Way back when, Way in back Santa Monica, when. right? Yes, sir. See? Santa Monica, Third Street Promenade. Yep, changing the world in Santa Monica. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. yes, Gabby, thank you so much for just coming on the show today. We have enjoyed every minute of you. We loved getting to know you at camp. We are so glad you're in our group. You're just a little light bulb that just shines wherever you go. And yeah, so you're delightful. We, re we really... You. Love having you. Yes, we love Great being camp. around you at camp and you're just one of the kids and you really, I thought you just were, you slid in great with all the people and I'm glad you've made community there. That makes my heart happy. So we really appreciate you and we wish you the best of luck on that feature film and a reoccurring <laughs> role. Like we're going to go back and have to, yeah, I mean, I you for I sure. Watch know, chicken squad. Yeah, yeah. You're so behind, but you yeah. have a lot to catch up. You'll get there, honey. I'm going to get there. <laughs> well, I'll be thank the you club so state. much. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me to do this this was so much fun I loved getting to meet y'all at camp like I I had such a blast with y'all and this this is great <laughs> I love getting to talk with y'all y'all are so much fun and so sweet and just super creative people and I love being around y'all so, <laughs> all made my time at camp so much fun and you made me feel like I fit right in so yes you, you did so awesome. right in. we appreciate it okay thank you so much love you Gabby you. we'll love see you. you I told you what'd you tell me she is so delightful. Oh, yes, she is. So genuine. And you are going to want to have all your kids follow all her stuff. And honestly, adults too. That's right. I'm, as soon as we get done here, I'm going to watch Chicken Squad. You're going to set some short term goals. And <laughs> These are my short term <laughs> goals. I'm watching Chicken <laughs> Squad. I'm watching that episode of Agent Carter again. Yes. Because yes. now I know who she wanna is. Do that. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot to do. We, you have a lot to do. I know. And I then do I'll too. report back. She's adorable. I know. Right. I can't wait to see what the future homes for her. I know. It's so exciting. All of her hashtags for her shows are going to be in the show notes. Also, like and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already and share this podcast if you love her and us. Party party of five and a half <laughs> over and out. We'll see you next time. <laughs>